Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, everybody, what's up? Welcome to Do That's Fucked Up. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. How's all the peeps doing out there? All the dudes. How is your induction into the Illuminati so far? I hope you've Great. made lots of money and... Oh, yeah. I'm like... I'm... I'm going I'm I'm going on fabulous vacations all the time. I'm actually recording from Jay-Z's yacht right now. So oh, yeah. I could see yeah. a lot of like naked, like beautiful people behind you. Yeah. Just like dicks and boobs everywhere. It's cool. <laughs> it's no downsides really. <laughs> no. It's all upsides. Yeah. And by upsides I mean dongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh I I posted this on the Instagram, but I was at the Spy Museum and I, <laughs> of course, found Illuminati books. It was just like right there in the gift shop. <laughs> and then your name was like in there magically and you're like, how did this get here? Oh, it was like already on the list. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, but I will say probably the most the, the most enduring uh, scandal that we have from that episode is the meatball meatloaf discussion. <laughs> just to be clear i'm saying meatballs are nothing like meatloaf in case that wasn't clear no i think people are mad at me which oh uh uh uh, my argument is that texturally they're very similar they're both mushed up meat into like a lump is where i was trying to go with that i don't feel like i need to defend myself i think it's funny uh but i i uh, i acknowledge they definitely taste different and also, uh, you're Italian. So I'm Italian, you <laughs> and my family is in the meat business, and uh, so I definitely know there's a difference. But I think it's very funny the outrage. Uh, <laughs> I like woke up to some like tweets <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesday morning, and I was like, oh, but you know, it's funny. It's very fun. Food, food can be very polarizing. Yeah. You know? My grandpa's family was, like, Italian immigrants, like, came here on a boat at the age of, like, 12, and, yeah. I have a very... You got some, <laughs> you got some, you got some meatball cred. <laughs> uh, I got some meat cred. Meat? Meat cred. Meat cred. <laughs> uh, yeah. But what a fun... I love that stuff. I, I like that that happens. But you know what? We're doing something right. Because you want people to have an emotional response. That's right. I think you're totally, totally 100% correct. And like the more dumb it is, like the more like the content is dumb, the better. Because we're not actually offending anyone. And no, that's, that's what's true. fun. Because I'm like, you know what? I could clear the air right now on Twitter. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, they're the same, no? And <laughs> <laughs> Just no. Yeah. Uh, well... Oh, and then I posted was, a, a poll, which was fun. Oh, I, I really was, leaned into it hard. I saw it, but then I couldn't find it again. I my my algorithm's all fucked up. I need oh. to like look for it so I can vote. Yeah, it's just I all- wanted to, I wanted to add another answer. <laughs> Wait, should I read where it's at right now? The polls are still open, but they'll be closed oh. by the time we air this. Let me um oh let me just pull it up. Okay. Uh, Oh, it, it's on our, like, regular Facebook page. It's not okay. in the group. That's right. Um, it's public. But I want to see what the results are right now. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The, que- 
the all I posted was meatballs are, and then the first option was tiny Italian round loaves. No, and, and the second mm. option was the fuck you say to me. <laughs> Guess what's winning? The fuck you say to me? No, that, no, that has thirty-seven percent of the votes. <laughs> so I think uh, you'll you have to what? vote. There's I don't know. Nineteen people voted on it though. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. People are actually taking the time out of their day to vote. That's great. It's yeah. too cute. Oh uh, my god. Anyway, that's been a real treat. Real treat. Yeah. Um, any other uh, housekeeping or business of the day? No. Uh, I think we we always welcome people to leave a review on iTunes. Please um, do. That'd be great. You could just give us five stars. Yeah. You don't have to give us any other rating besides that. If you're like yeah Meh about it, def- just don't don't give us just don't. But you know, if you're like I care about. The, the podcast and m- my friends Aaron and Nicole yeah because we are your friends um mm-hmm. uh give us five stars you yeah. don't even have to write anything but if you feel so inclined that'd be sweet it'd be so you know? sweet we love reading them I go yeah. and look at them sometimes when I'm like just feeling mm-hmm. like I need a little pep in my step yeah and uh, even the ones that like are constructive criticism are nice too yeah well there's no bad ones. No. Um, I'll also, uh, don't put any um, profanity in your review because then they won't post it. Apple. That's true. Won't post it. So just that's FYI. true. Yeah. But, so go on, go on uh, the the Apple iTunes uh, Apple Podcasts and shoot us a rating and a reviewing. Yeah, and thank you in know. advance for your participation. Yeah, much much appreciated. <sighs> um let's see let's see um yeah oh and tell a friend also oh that'd be great also if you tell a friend and they're like uh i'm not that into it ask them why and then tell us <laughs> maybe it's because we say butthole too much or yeah. maybe not enough i don't know <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think that's uh all for me all the housekeeping but yeah. uh anything fucked up for you this week no, um, the only personally little... or otherwise, you know, because yeah. I have something that has nothing to do with me. Oh, <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Well, oh, I'm always unprepared for this question, but like I know it's coming, so yeah. that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I will say there was a little bit of a um, debate at work on uh, Wednesday about palm reading being real or not. And I was like, oh, no. I stayed out of it. But, uh, yeah, I, I just was like, oh, I, I just have strong opinions about lots of things that I probably need to just keep to myself in general so that I don't. Yeah. So that like I have, Like somebody who wants to give us the three-star review. Like, you yeah. it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or four. Or two or, or one. Just yeah. keep that opinion to yourself. Yeah. Um, we do want to hear from the five stars, though. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Anything that's like general feedback that is just send us an email. <laughs> I love emails. I do, too. We've gotten some really good ones lately that I think we should read uh, soon. Yeah. We have to have an episode where we do we do the. Oh, yeah. Another like fun uh, listener. Fawn mail. Fawn mail. <laughs> also called fun mail. Dude yeah. mail, yeah. 
Um, What's your fucked up thing this week? Okay, so I have been very invested in the Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson <gasps> fucking Go debacle. On. Go on. Dude, it is so fucked up. <laughs> okay, what is um is there like proof that he was cheating on her? For sure, yes. for sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've I've caught wind of this a little bit here and there, but I haven't like delved into it. Okay, if you guys don't know or don't care, feel free to skip ahead. I'm going to talk about this for like literally like two, three minutes. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's because I'm pregnant. I feel so many feelings for Khloe Kardashian that I've never felt before. Well, she's a human. She, she's yeah. She was also pregnant. She just gave birth. Yeah. And um, I have to say, like, I'll I'll get into my theory about this in a second, but uh, so initially finding out about this, I was I was like, holy fucking shit, this is so this is really fucked up. This is so sad. If you don't know, Khloe Kardashian is nine months pregnant, about to give birth, found out it just like exploded on social media all over the internet that her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson, who plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm. uh cheated on her and like very blatantly in public, uh, with multiple women. <gasps> yeah. There's like video and pictures of him making out and getting his dick grabbed by like two <gasps> women in a club in DC. And um yeah. Yeah. And then there's like another there's like more images, pictures, video whatever of a woman coming out of his like hotel room with like an overnight bag that is not Chloe Kardashian. Oh it no. is it's just like it so it's been all over the internet and I've just been like seeing this I, I I just can't imagine the amount of like humiliation and shame and just like sadness that even if, okay, and I'm going to get to my theory about this really quickly. So I think that Pimp Mama Chris uh, is working harder than the devil ever has. And she, I, I feel like maybe the cynic in me says that Chloe and Tristan have some sort of arrangement. Mm. And it might not even be that big of a deal. However, I feel it, it, it could be that Pimp Mama Chris is spinning this so that it looks like even worse. Maybe he was already on the way out. Oh. And it's generating all this buzz. And sh I don't know. But probably not. Who knows? I feel like the timing would be bad of that because she just had the baby too. So it's like mm -hmm. too much together at the same time. But maybe not because – the fact that she did just have the baby also makes you feel really bad for her because she's like, yeah. wow, that's a theory. That Yeah. Even so maybe they did have an arrangement and then it kind of like went to shit. <clears throat> and then PMK was like, no, no, no. Mm. You dumb fucked up. Mm -hmm. You're cut We're, off. You're you are about to get destroyed. So and then the greatest thing about I mean, not the the. There's not anything great about this. It's all sad. But uh, so Chloe gives birth and he apparently came to the hospital. And like ever since all this started happening, every, like people at games have been booing him. Like this has gone IRL so hard. OMG. <laughs> Where it's like spilling into his like professional life and people are just trolling him on every <gasps> single 
social media platform. It is – what a time to be alive. <laughs> I did see, um, yeah, that people are, like, making signs in the audience. And, and I read something about, like, everyone hated Chloe because they – everybody always thinks that, like, when basketball players get, like, girlfriends that are especially high profile, they're, like, uh-huh. a jinx on the team. Sure. They're, like, Yoko Onoing or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. like, uh, the Yoko of the basketball team or whatever. So then they, like, blame any, like, bad games or injuries or whatever on the girlfriend. Well, so people were doing that up until this whole, like, cheating scandal broke. And now people are all, like, Team Chloe. And, like, that makes it even funnier because it's, like, yeah. people just a week ago were, like, Chloe's the Yoko of this team and like that's why they're bad and all this stuff and now people are like no <laughs> I don't know yeah I I don't need yeah it's uh you can't fuck up this publicly no, no. with with and, it's, and like I feel like Chloe's the I like Kim a lot I like them all but I I think Chloe's like probably the realest of all of them and I I feel so bad if she's like so fucking sad and upset that's sad. It's sad. Yeah, she just had a baby. Like, she's That's being hard. abandoned. Yeah. Like <laughs> and you know what? She I if anybody could be a uh like on her own and being raising a baby well, she's not on her own. She has her sisters and her you know, her family, but yeah. like And her momager. Yeah, her momager, Chris, <laughs> pit mom mm-hmm. Chris. Yep. Um yeah, I feel like she's like the one that can do it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's all a business deal and she doesn't even like that dude, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hi, yeah, yeah. The fucked up thing though is that I cannot believe I be have become this invested in <laughs> in a person's life that no, I don't even know. <laughs> it's hot goss. It's hot goss. Such hot goss. Yeah, I I like all this shit. Me too. Um, I do. Okay, okay. I did think of something that was okay. very interesting and i was like oh we have to talk about this and hopefully it's still like relevant but the whole facebook senate hearing with mark zuckerberg oh my god it's been great omg i've definitely watched it and it's just i watched the first day m- the majority of it and yeah. it's it was so uh it was just very exhausting listening to these senators talk about something they or ask questions about something they don't understand I know, at all I know at all and, and then the second day the the congressional hearings so they did the senate f- the first day and then they did congress the second day oh. and those questions were better oh okay. uh there's like a little bit more knowledge uh and thought going into the questions but uh dude People were just, like, so, like, accusatory and not even asking questions. And I was like, what is the question in this? Like, but they just wanted to, like, grandstand and be all, like, high and mighty to him. And it's just, like, everybody calm down. Oh, it's just, it's, like, never made me look at them and be like, oh, God, they're all, like, so old. And it just doesn't give me confidence in, like, the leadership of this country. Vote them (laughs) out. Get rid. Get rid. Oi, oi, oi. Anyway. Well, speaking of old, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, real old. Real old. We're going back to uh, the age of silent films for our topic today. That's old. It's old. That's the- uh, over. That's like uh, almost 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. More than, right? 
About a hundred years ago, yeah. Oh yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're uh we're talking about one silent film star in particular, um, who became the subject of uh one of the first public thrashings of a man in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, accused of sexual assault and murder. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about the rape and murder of Virginia Rappe. Mm-hmm. Is how you say her name. I made sure it wasn't because <laughs> yeah, it's not I know. rape. <laughs> I know. Um, and the famous silent film star we're talking about is Fatty Arbuckle. Mm-hmm. He was accused of of committing this uh, heinous crime. Yeah. So there's a lot about this. We're it's gonna, a lot. We're gonna get into this. It is very confusing. I'm just gonna tell you from from firsthand from researching well, it. Yeah, the story gets confusing, but um yeah. it's pretty it's pretty straightforward in terms of like what we know, how like what uh Hollywood is. At the time, mm-hmm. I don't think public perception had the same kind of uh cynicism as we do now about Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We didn't at the time this was like golden age of Hollywood. There is there is these fabulous movie stars. I guess the golden age of Hollywood would probably be like 40s and 50s, but mm. this was silent, golden silent film. <laughs> I don't know. The silent golden age. Silent golden age, yeah. So you had these like big stars. It was an, it was kind of like a newer, uh, uh, I guess, platform mm-hmm. to of entertainment, um, kind of like Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Um and uh, there was lots of movie stars that, like, started out in vaudeville, and that's exactly how uh, Fatty Arbuckle started. So just, like, delving into a little bit of his life real quick, um, he was born Roscoe Conkling Arbuckle mm. on March 4, 24th, 1887. What a weird in- middle name. <laughs> well, let me tell you why. Oh, okay. Uh, he was born in Kansas. He was one of nine kids. He was... A huge baby. He was 13 pounds. And his father was very suspicious that he came out so big because um, he, the father and the mother were very small, slight people. So he was like, think he thought his wife was cheating on him. (laughs) Great start, dad. Oh, no. Yeah, real fucking asshole. I'm surprised that didn't kill the mother. Well, back in the day. It sort of did. So so because the dad was such an asshole who wanted uh, his kid to live with the memory of his father's distrust and disdain for the rest of his life, he named him after a politician he hated, Roscoe Conkling. Oh, no. Yeah. He named – so this is what probably the – What a piece the, of shit. Yeah. His dad was an asshole. So this is probably the pettiest thing I have ever heard of in my life. It'd be like if I named my baby Paul Ryan if he came out looking like a smug fucking dickhead. Like, that's the equivalent. Like, oh, like, we have a name picked out, but the baby comes out, and I'm like, nope, that's a Paul Ryan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's what God. his dad did. He named him after a fucking politician that he hated because he was oh, such a dickhead. my God. Can you believe that? That's so, rude. Yeah, it's super And rude. also, like, probably reminded him every day that, like, that's you saying. know who he's... you're named. Like, when he's all drunk at night in his armchair, yep. he's like, you know who you're named after? Yeah. Fucking asshole. Yeah. So he na- he's great. He had, does not, uh, not off to a great start here. No. 
Uh, he, so he came out 13 pounds. It was obviously a very traumatic birth for his mother, who uh, she ended up developing all kinds of health problems after the birth of him. And um, I, I don't know, she must have had just like ongoing infections. I mean, this is like the turn of the century here. So I'm surprised a baby of his size didn't just like blow her bottom half her. right off. I mean, it kind of did, is what it sounds like. They didn't go into, I couldn't find any like real details on it, but from what it sounds like is she was dealing with some stuff for 12 fucking years. Oh, God. Like she just had chronic health problems for 12 years after giving birth to him. <sighs> she was all about compli- probably. Yeah. Yeah. She her, she got, her insides were on her outsides is oh. kind of what it sounds like. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I oh. know. Well. Uh, but, and I, I, as I get closer to birthing a, a baby, I have got to say, and I feel like I say this every fucking episode, thank God for modern medicine. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What what a time to be alive in a good way. In a good way. Because, yeah. you know what? When that baby reaches like maybe eight pounds, the doctor will That's, be like, you know what? Let's just get it out of there. Let's just take him out. It's done. He's he's He was overcooked, it sounds like. Yeah. So. If they would have stuck a meat thermometer in there, they would have seen, oh, it's over. It's well done. And no We're, one's yeah. going to want to eat this. No. <laughs> Nobody wants this to meet the ball. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, yeah. So when he was a like, toddler, like around two, the family moved to Santa Ana, California. Hey, hey. Uh, and that's where when he, like, I mean, being in Southern California at that time, when you just get into showbiz like he when he was about eight years old he was just like a very cute little chubby kid and he um like i think he had a really beautiful singing voice and so he was like he was a natural yeah Um, he he went to the mall and the barbizon people were like hey kid is this your mom uh we'd love to talk to you about getting some headshots barbizon (laughs) (laughs) no totally uh it's kind of like what it was so he was he was out there. He was doing his thing. His mom was super encouraging, and um, his father just hated him. Like, oh, yeah. never really got over the big baby situation. <laughs> what an asshole. So when his mom died when he was 12, his dad just, like, kicked him to the curb and stopped supporting him. You could just oh. do that then, I guess. Like, you could just, like, stop caring for your your biological 12 year old son (laughs) oh my god i feel like the the i feel like how shitty dads were like a long time ago like our generations are still recovering from it oh yeah it's like so yeah this guy sounds like a real loser lasting trauma of um a centuries old uh toxic masculinity yep Mm -hmm. you know it's still it's just hanging in the air like a really bad fart like a, um, like a wet fart. Yeah. Like a humid wet fart. <laughs> so. <laughs> humid. Yeah. Ew. Uh, oh, my God. Someone. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Someone took a shit in, like, the theater bathroom last night, and I have to stand by it for the show, Ew. like, while I'm in there. Like, a I man. I think a man had, like, an upset tummy. Because it's like kind of like the ladies' room, but because the other bathroom just has a urinal in it. So he went in there and it was like sickly. Like it was. I don't. Great. Cool. I just I don't, took a bite of yogurt. I know. I'm like, <laughs> do you want to do that while I tell you how this no. shit smelled? It was like 
bile Mmm, that's a sickly fart or toot or poop or whatever happened. Like when it's like kind of sweet and cloying, that's yeah. when you know it's, it's you're sick. It had it had like a um, probiotic smell to it, like yogurt. <laughs> Fuck off. God damn it. Oh my God. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, so he's kicked out, of, basically kicked out of the house at 12. Uh, so he was like doing a bunch of odd jobs to support himself. And he's God, he, that's like, terrible. I know, 12 years old. Um, so he's just hustling out there in these streets. Um, and he also like, he had this beautiful singing voice. So he ended up having some additions and that's how he started his career in vaudeville. Um, wow. Yeah, so he traveled around with a vaudeville troupe and became pretty well known and successful. Oh. Um, and then he parlayed that into movies around 1909 when he was about 22. Hmm. So he was like kind of well known in the, in the vaudeville circuit and thus I think he had moved up to Oregon by then or something and then he ends up getting into the, the film industry. Um but around this time, he was about 300 pounds. Um, and I think that was pretty rare for then. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are pretty small and, like, malnourished. But he was just, like, a big dude. And uh, he – his physical attributes of being just a really big old guy helped him play up his comedic performances mm. on screen. So mm. he, uh, he had this – he was um, – Rotund, and, uh-huh. but also surprisingly acrobatic. So he could like move around really quickly and lightly on his feet. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it was just like an, he was, it was interesting to watch him on screen. Huh. Um, but he was really self conscious about his size and he refused to go for like the obvious fat, shamey gags, like getting stuck in a doorway or, or a chair or something like that. Uh, so he, he actually, his shtick was, um, uh, the old pie in the face. Oh. That's where that like kind of came from. That's, he was the originator of those like kind of sight gags. Oh. Uh, and you know, who doesn't love a good food fight pie mm-hmm. in the face situation? I like a pie in the face cause I could also eat it. Maybe that's, that's what he was interested in too. Yeah. It was just like surprise, <laughs> a surprise, surprise kind of like, Shock and delight situation. Yeah. And then you get to uh, eat the whipped cream. Yeah. So, and be, he was still a very, very talented singer at this time, but it was a silent movie, so nobody knew that. But <laughs> uh, So uh, anybody could really say that. Yeah. But no, there was like, he could have taken a path as a uh, singer. Like he oh. could have been a famous singer if he had chosen to develop that as a career. Huh. Um, yeah. So, but he didn't. He, he liked being on film um and he as a child had the nickname fatty because mm. of course that's what children do but it carried through to his adulthood and that's how he kind of ended up with the name fatty arbuckle huh uh, that's what everybody called him on on screen but off screen he preferred to not be called that he had a name and like to remind people that he had a name yeah um but we're gonna call him fatty because that's like that was his Persona stage name. and his stage name, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, people also called him, like, really mean names. Um, his quote-unquote fans called him the Prince of Wales, which is, like, W-H-A-L-E-S. Yeah. That's fucked up. It's I so know, sad. But, that, but it's good, too. Yeah, yeah. It's clever. It's clever. <laughs> um, and the balloon attic, the balloon attic, balloon attic, I huh. don't know. It's... 
I don't know. The balloonatic? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. It was spelled so, like, it's not a real word. So I'm like, yeah. what is this trying to say? I thought it was like, illu- like, <laughs> I thought it was like Illmatic, like Nas, like oh. album. It but it's like, like a lunatic. Balloonatic. Balloonatic. That is what yeah. it is. Okay. God damn it. I Thank you. You're welcome. No, you got it. All right. Uh, it's not in context. I've never heard anything, no. anyone be... Referred to as a balloonatic. No. Which, that's fucked up. Uh, but I get it because he's round and he's like physical with his comedy, so. But also very light on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> like he's full of helium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like I said, he didn't embrace all the fat jokes. Like a lot of a lot of people, a lot of the public thought he did. Uh, and he'd get upset when people call him fatty. Yeah. Um, so his movies became super successful though and he became – wildly wealthy and famous. Uh, he was the second highest paid actor in Hollywood behind, behind Charlie Chaplin for a time there. Wow. That's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that's him. And then he is doing his thing. And simultaneously, there's a woman whose name is Virginia Repay. And she was born in Chicago, raised by her grandmother. She's beautiful. Uh, became a commercial and art model. Uh, she moved to San Francisco in 1916 when she was like 20 or 21 to pursue her career more seriously. She got engaged to a dress designer shortly after moving there, uh, but he ended up getting killed by a streetcar. That sucks. Oh. <laughs> like the most San Francisco death you can imagine. A streetcar named Expire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't Good Lord. That was good. Thank you. So that was pretty traumatizing for her. So she moved to L.A. to get out of San Francisco and to uh, get into movies. So she started to get into stuff, and this is where she became kind of an it girl. Mm. Uh, She was cast in a couple of films in 1917, one of which was with Rudolph Valentino. Oh. Yeah. She liked the designer vibes. Yeah, well, Rudolph Valentino was one of the the biggest silent movie stars. Oh. You're thinking of Valentino the designer. Oh, are they not related? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um. But movie stars yeah. wear Valentino. It's all, it's in the, we, we could draw a web, I bet. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we could, we, I don't, I can't. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like just a stage name. Yeah. Uh, but she was in movies. She was dubbed at one point the best dressed girl in pictures. Oh. Uh, she was, eventually got into a relationship with Henry Lerman who, in 1919, who was a pretty big director and producer, and she started many of his films. Um, they lived together and became engaged eventually. So she was, huh. like, in the orbit of elite Hollywood people and was pretty well-known in her own right. So mm. then we get to a little bit later down the road. Mm-hmm. People are partying really hard in this, like, this community in Hollywood. As uh, per, I mean, that's always been the case and it it's still always is. Been. Yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, when you're wealthy and famous and you can like do whatever you want, like mm-hmm. you're going to party. Yeah. It's just fun. Uh, and you don't really have like a real, uh, 
you don't really have like a real job or like you know like uh, you have times when you're not working and then I don't know it's just like such a lifestyle that like you can well you work hard play hard you know work hard play hard yeah yeah these people were making a ton of money and just even though prohibition was the thing around this time people were still getting getting real turnt um and you could just if you had money and power you could get get all the alcohol you wanted yeah get all you drink all that toilet gin yeah and people were not taking very good care of themselves that were like doing excessive stuff obviously if you refer back to episode uh 13 i believe uh the kellogg brothers Mm -hmm. that's this is around the time oh yeah where people were like i feel like shit yeah i need to lose a couple pounds (laughs) it's like because i've only been eating a meat diet and drinking booze that's illegal for a long time so that's kind of the place like Fatty Arbuckle was in at this time. He's like not in good shape. Mm-hmm. He's always been overweight. He's, uh, and of course, like when you have access to whatever you want, you, who's going to say no to you? Yeah. Um, so he ends up getting in pretty bad health, um, yeah. not taking good care of himself. And his health starts deteriorating. So around 1916, he ends up getting a really bad infection on his leg that turns into a carbuncle. I didn't know what this was, so I Googled it. Don't do that. Oh, no. Do not do that. But should I right now? Do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Just do it. Okay, hang on. Carbuncle. Why is it so close to his name? I don't know. That is gross. Maybe they named it after him. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's there's no... Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. There's a YouTube video. I'm not going to watch it. No, God, don't do that. That's a bridge too far. It looks like... um... That's a bunkle too far. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. Well, what What it is... What the bunk? What the bunk? It's a a cluster of infected boils. Um, And it's real bad. It looks like someone grated some cojita cheese on a tomato. Oh, that sounds kind of good, actually. <laughs> or like crumbled it, or like fed oh up. You don't. Know. Or is, is it cotija cheese? Maybe it's cotija. Cotija, cotija. Oh man. Oh, o- fucking onto hell. like well, or onto like a flattened, onto like a flattened cinnamon gummy bear, because it's like or, uh, more of a pinkish. Oof! Don't Google it. Let us just describe it. And then put it in it's a like broiler a, to like, like got a all steak bubbly tartare. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Okay. Well, it's a cluster of infected boils, and uh, they almost had to amputate his leg. Oh. But luckily, it ended up getting better. And so after this, he actually became addicted to morphine. Oh, no. Because this shit hurts, um, as you can imagine. So. What a life. Yeah. He's not doing too good. He's He's working really, really hard, too. He's, like, he's in tons of movies, and he's just, like, constantly... Constantly moving, um, constantly drinking, constantly working, and now he's addicted to morphine. Um, and he then, in 1921, he injures himself on a movie set real bad. He, uh, I think it was on a movie set, but there's differing accounts. But yeah. he sat basically sat down on a pile of acid-soaked rags, and it burned through his clothes and burned his butt. Why are you fucking sitting on rags? Move that shit off the chair. I don't understand. 
I don't know. Maybe he didn't see him. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. It was a rough, rough situation. If you can imagine, like, chemical burns on your butthole. Oh, well, it wasn't his God. butthole. It was just his butt. Yeah. His outer butt. Um, <laughs> his cheeks. What's, what's the inner butt? <laughs> Their butthole. Oh. <laughs> your butthole. Oh, because you know how, like, ladies have, like, a labia majora, labia minora, like... The outer butt is the is like the sides, like the yeah. butt flaps, or like yeah. the saddlebags, and then the, the inner butt is like the inner cheek. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I'll, I'll just, draw a diagram and post it so yeah, people cool. are clear. Yeah, just in case you didn't can't figure out what we're talking about. But his butt was all burned up, <laughs> and he was like in pain, and was like, "Fuck this! I need a break." Yeah. Let's go to San Francisco and party, guys. Yeah. It was like fucking Labor Day weekend, 1921. They're like, let's let's get some girls. Let's get some booze. Let's go to this bougie-ass hotel, the St. Francis in San Francisco. You Ooh. know what? We're going to drive there. Here's a hemorrhoid donut for you to sit on. The, he literally did sit on a hemorrhoid yeah. donut, I think. <laughs> he did, yeah. He did. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, and that's a fucking long-ass drive from L.A. Dude, to – like- and plus, it, like, in that back time then, period, yeah. They weren't driving like, 80 miles an hour. They are driving, like, 40. It oh, yeah. Took, it probably took, fuck, it probably took, like, 14 hours to get up there. They probably had to take a fucking pedicab or some chariot or some <laughs> shit. What even existed then? Model Ts and shit? I Just don't know. Barely. Yeah. Well, they weren't going that fast, I can no. tell you. Yeah, it probably took a good 10 hours. Yeah. So they are going to, like, their, like, fucking drink a palooza mm-hmm. booze cella whatever in the hotel <laughs> in san francisco um getting out of town yeah and they are in this hotel room they have all these like like industry people and hot babes yeah you know and there's like some sketchy people there and then some like high profile people but it's like a fucking party yeah uh you should did you see the picture of the hotel room after no like after pictures oh my god it's like destroyed oh yeah it's like party like a rock star have you big time have you ever seen the movie breakfast at tiffany's yes you know you know the first time that uh they meet like yeah the two and he like comes upstairs to her or downstairs or wherever to her apartment and uh and comes in and everyone's just wasted yep that's what this makes me think of we're just like people are just like crammed into a space and everyone's just shit-faced and like yeah dudes are like sticking their hands on pinching ladies butts and stuff because that was oh, acceptable yeah. behavior back then yeah oh um, yeah um and people are just like making out in the corner and breaking shit because it's funny yeah it was like a full-blown rager yeah. uh and like in the hotel room and nobody's gonna tell them to stop like they're yeah they're no he's they're famous, famous and rich yeah. and everybody's like don't disturb mr Ar- mr fatty or mr arbuckle <laughs> or whatever that's mean um so yeah. they they're just boozing it up i think they had like some bootlegged alcohol. Yeah. Probably the condition of getting that alcohol is like letting some like sketchy ass people come in. Yeah. Um, Cause they're the yeah. ones making it or they have the connections. Yeah. And in the meantime, like he's probably fucked up on morphine too. Yeah. Like some kind of painkiller. He's like, 
He's like making some lean in the corner. <laughs> you know? He's just like like purple drank. Yeah, he just has and he just has his pants down. He's rubbing cream on his buns. Oh my god. He's probably like <laughs> in a bad mood too. Um also he was kind of known as a carouser, right? Like Yeah, he is a partier. Yeah, a partier. That's okay. why he was like in not in great shape. Like he's partying hard. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta um, take care of your shit. Nobody knew how to take care of themselves back then. No. Like nobody knew. Um, so yeah, they're fucked up. They're wasted. Um, and so then, and Virginia Rapay is at this, yeah. Rapay, Rapay, uh, she's at this, um, party as well. She yeah. was in the crew of like fun LA people to come up for the party. Um, or according, or like depending on your source, she was with the like bootleg. She was like with the cre- crazy bootleggers. We don't know. I, I who knows? Conflicting yeah. accounts are already starting. Yeah. Oh man, and it gets worse. Yeah. So, as everybody's getting real wasted and partying, um, there's a lot of commotion and uh, shit goes down, and Virginia Rapay ends up. Um, screaming from a closed bedroom and she collapsed she's collapsed Mm -hmm. and she's laying in a bed and fatty arbuckle comes out of the room and is like oh she's not feeling good yeah and everybody's like what happened Uh so she's in bad shape she something really traumatic has happened to her she's like screaming bloody like she's like in so much she's in pain pain. she's like screaming Yeah, and people are like, what the fuck is happening? And when something like that happens, everybody kind of sobers up and the party kind of ends. Grinding halt. (laughs) Yeah, so people are trying to comfort her. There's people running for doctors, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seems like the party probably dispersed after this. Uh, But they kind of leave her in the room and the hotel personnel comes in doctors come in and she's in she's in bad shape um so they can't really figure out what's going on with her but conflicting things are happening uh her one of her one of the women that's there claims uh she said that he did that fatty arbuckle arbuckle did something to her um and who knows uh there's lot of stuff happening it's yeah. kind of chaotic and everybody's still fucked up obviously oh way fucked up there's um a lot of urban legend around this talking that is like very very fucked up and i won't say specifically but he uh, there's uh well I, like sh- the rumors abound that yeah. he like raped her with foreign objects let's yeah. just say um but who knows? Yeah. There's like, so there, I feel like two like main narratives emerged. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't really emerge, but we know them now because we'll talk about like the narrative that did emerge. But like the one is that was his side of the story, which was that like he found her. She was puking in the toilet. Uh, 
he like helped pick her up and put her on the bed and she started screaming and people came in and like they called the doctor blah 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 the other side was from a woman who uh was friends with virginia or claimed to be friends with virginia who said that uh he she had looked for Virginia had like gotten up. They were hanging out and partying and she had gotten up to look for a bathroom and Arbuckle followed her into the room. Uh, and then they were gone for like 30 minutes. Then they heard the screaming. Everybody ran in or, you know, whatever went to the door and he like opened the door and was standing there in his pajamas and she was like on the bed screaming. So there's like two, I think, uh like sides of the story i guess i mean there's always going to be or there's more even like there's so many yeah. different accounts like some you know just like so many different details that like different people gave versions of and it's like yeah, really hard like this, to figure out there's two main narratives his story and the friend yeah quote unquote friend that claims that something that he basically sexually assaulted her and yeah. Did did something else to her. Yeah. Um, and then his account, which is that she was just really sick. Yeah. And then there's also hotel workers, people who are at the party, you know, and there's like bits and pieces of pictures of their perspective, maybe. Yeah. That may be truthful, maybe may not be. Yeah. But, um but all accounts, they were together in that room. She was like screaming in pain. They, you know, people were, like, alerted to the situation. They called the front desk, got a doctor. She was not in a good way. Yeah. She, uh, what ended up happening was her bladder ruptured. And uh, that is very bad because urine basically leaks into your, into your body, like, into parts of your body. It shouldn't be. You can get septus from this. And mm. she eventually died a few days later. Yeah. But... So there is some crazy stuff happening around that where she wasn't taken to the doctor immediately. Oh, my God. She was, like, seen by physicians but was just left at the hotel, I'm assuming, because she was, like, not stable enough to move or something. But, yeah. I don't know. It screams malpractice to me because if a doctor saw her and she was in that much pain, why not tell her to go to the hospital? Right. I mean, this is 1921. I know they did things differently back then, but like, and by different, differently, I mean worse. Yeah. But like, but you know, it's just weird. And then her friends didn't take her. She literally stayed at that hotel for three or four days after this incident and then yeah. went to the hospital and then died. Like, yeah. there's just something weird. Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but it's like, you it know. was like she was just left at this hotel. But it could also be that it was she was in so much pain and unstable that if yeah. she was moved, it she would like die from shock or something. Maybe, yeah. Um, so she she died. Um, and so then, basically, he uh, was arrested for assault and murder. <laughs> oh, well, he yeah, he turned himself in. He turned himself in. Well, he was taken into custody because he turned himself in. Yeah. Uh, I, I or he was charged with her, her, rape and murder, and yeah. he turned himself in. I should say. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. This goes to trial. Mm-hmm. This is a huge deal. This is the first time. 
anybody that's really high profile mm-hmm. has ever been accused of something so fucking heinous as rape and murder. Like this is like this is a time where people everything happens behind closed doors. Like people don't talk openly about I mean they do, but it's like in a way that's like so public where it's on the front page of every single newspaper. Mm-hmm. It's on it's in everybody's conversation like how we were just talking about at the at the top of this like Chloe and Tristan yeah. Yeah. that shit when something like that happens it's like holy shit this is terrible this is insane yeah um this was shocking at yeah. the time mm-hmm. um so i guess we could say William Randolph Hearst gets the gets into this and yeah. probably at the time like newspapers were just reporting the facts um, but William Randolph Hearst was, uh, he, he sensationalized it. We talked yeah. about this, um, in the Patty Hearst episode. Uh, Patty Hearst was the grand or great granddaughter, mm-hmm. granddaughter of William Randolph Hearst. I think great granddaughter. Great granddaughter. And he, uh, was the first person to like really figure out how to leverage, um, public outcry and create a huge stir. Yeah. With uh, sensationalized, kind of tabloidy um, newspapers and articles. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's the tricky part, right? It's like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, a newspaper is a business. Yeah, so, you gotta sell those sell those papes. Yeah, so people needed to figure out, like, I mean, it's the reason why, like, the news is so disgusting these days because. Mm-hmm. It's they everyone wants to get the ratings so yeah that they can sell more ads and also why uh you know different news me- media companies try to scoop things and they report things without doing a lot of fact checking sometimes yep they want they just want the story out there and they need to move quickly before another outlet gets it so yeah uh so this is. This is all pre that though, because at the time it was just like something would go out on the AP wire and it would just be basic facts that are known. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is, Hearst was just playing up all the emotion of the situation. Yeah. He leaned into like the frenzy of it and, and like exploited that. Yep. And good for him. I mean, not good for him. Rude. It was bad. But, uh, but it, he, It was reported after this, you know, after all of this ended, they had sold more newspapers across the U.S. with this on the front page than they had about the uh, Lusitania sinking, the ship sinking. Wow. Which is crazy, which that was just straight up a ship sink. Yeah. And this was like somewhat fabricated. Well, yeah. It it was manipulated. A a disaster versus a media disaster. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yikes. So... Yeah, so this is pretty wild. Um, yeah. So basically, the trial happens, um, mm-hmm. and all these things start coming out. Like the prosecution and the defense are bantering back a bunch of th- theories and things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main thing is they're trying to disprove that he had anything to do with her murder by saying that Virginia had uh, health issues that contributed to her bladder bursting. 
Um, yeah, that was the defense's like uh, narrative. Yeah, so she had she did have a chronic bladder condition known as cystitis, mm-hmm. which uh, it if you if it goes untreated and if you drink a binge drink, it can it can inflame your bladder and in a very extreme circumstance cause it to burst. That is certainly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, they also said. Um, the front desk called the doctor, sent up, sent him up to the room. They, the doctor said there was no evidence of sexual assault, at least not forced vaginal assault. Yeah. Um. And, but, who knows? Yeah. Now the woman who uh said she saw all this happen said that he was on top of her or or crushed her. Yeah. Because how else could a bladder burst? Which well, there's maybe lots of ways, right? there's lots of well, no, there's not. Bladders <laughs> oh, really? don't just burst. No, oh. I mean it could it could have happened because of the cystitis, but that's pretty pretty extreme. But also could he could have crushed her too? I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like that's pretty. That's not. It does. I don't. I don't know about that. Yeah, that was her official cause of death. Was that the bladder ruptured? Um, we also the. Uh, these are just things like that I guess both sides had agreed on too. Like the narrative that the defense was pushing, obviously, you know, they're trying to defend his character. So they're looking for things that, that would not necessarily paint Virginia in a poor light. Actually, uh, in some of the articles I read, Arbuckle was against painting her in a poor light like they wanted yeah. to bring character witnesses onto the stand to like make her look bad and he was like no i don't want you to do that for whatever reason i don't know so like they, out of respect for the dead out of said. respect for the dead exactly so so their defense was made up of just things that were true about her one she had this uh cyst- cystitis mm-hmm. yeah cystitis um uh, and she died. Uh, she died from a ruptured bladder, and uh, she didn't go to the hospital. Though, though, like, and and like what the um autopsy report showed, and what the uh doctors like rape kit. Uh, I guess it was what it was called at the time. I don't know, but all those things that it showed. That's the only defense that they had. The prosecution, on the other hand, wanted to paint a picture of. They, they had um, Maude Del Monte, this friend, that was their star witness. So everything was based around her testimony. So that he he was, like, on top of her, he crushed her, um, everybody was drunk, like, you know, like, they were, those were, like, the narratives they were painting, I suppose. Right, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so so that's what they had, I guess, that they talked about. Yeah, and so there's there were three trials that happened though. Yeah. So this all this information is running through the news cycle and then running through each trial that they have. Um the I guess the first two times the jury couldn't come to an agreement. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that's like a a hung jury. Hung, hung jury. Yeah, um, so it's a it resulted in a mistrial the first yeah. two times. Yep. Twice that happened. Yeah. And, Having to go through two trials for something seems pretty grueling. And then the third time, they did allow 
some of this character, like, I guess calling her character into question was mm-hmm. allowed to happen. Yeah. Um, and they pretty much just attacked her based on her drinking and uh, promiscuity mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, just really kind of making her look like a fucked up party girl. Yeah. Which I think, like, uh, the... I mean, I think they used it to build the case that she had the cystitis, she was a heavy drinker, those two things combined would lead to this situation. Like, right. so, so, but they, but you can't say that outright. I mean, you don't have the proof that, that no. she drank that much and that's why it happened. So that's why they had to bring a character witness in to like lean Verify. the jury that way. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, and, and, um, Arbuckle never took the stand. He was never, he never testified. Uh, Maude Del Monte never testified. Um, and I think it was later found out. I don't know if you found this also, but I'm, uh, but one of the sources I read says that they uncovered the fact that she was an extortionist. Yeah, Maude so Del Monte, not Maude Del not Monte, who was the, who was the quote leading, unquote friend. Yeah. yeah, who was a friend who was leading the narrative against him. So, um, her like her account was the the prosecution's case right right and right. that's the narrative they were telling so they found out she was an extortionist and she was basically like a pimp kind of like she would get she would be the one you'd call to get all the girls and the booze to your party so Got it. like not to say that her account what isn't what happened but it was found later that she had like extorted a bunch of celebrities who had like had parties that she kind of like quote unquote hosted or whatever. Yeah, she she would facilitate all the all the um debaucherous shit. Yeah. But let's be real, like this was tried this was like the first instance of uh, a something being tried in the media. Yeah. Tried in the court of public opinion. Yeah. Because people were so outraged, women especially were like this gross like piece of shit like he killed this woman and all this stuff and his lawyers were trying to like do damage control and were like it's not that you know you don't know what happened let the jury decide you know all this stuff but it didn't matter the damage was done people were so upset by all of the um accounts they were reading from the media and like everything that was being drummed up on the front pages of newspapers nationwide and it, you know, it, it wasn't yeah. great. <laughs> even, I, I think even, yeah, we, we can talk about our thoughts and feelings on it yeah. in a second. But, uh, yeah, so he, his career was never the same after this. Oh, no. Uh, all his movies were banned. Um, oh, yeah, he had a movie in theaters at oh, the time right. of this event, and they pulled it. Like, yeah. that day that the stories hit the newspapers – they, no one was showing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was just like two, that was kind of a, um, I guess a, a sign of the times then where it was like any kind of impropriety was like, holy fucking shit, what? Like even a hint of it didn't matter if it was true or not. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, which, uh, sure, fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he his movies were banned. Um, he He was... He was broke. Oh, yeah. 
he was been he had to pay for all the the lawyers and there's three trials so he had to mm-hmm. keep paying for this and um he was acquitted it wasn't like he 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 didn't counter sue for defamation or anything like that like no. he was broke um, did people even know how to do that like did people even know, know to do that then it's weird who i'm sure i'm sure but yeah but he spent even almost a million dollars on his lo- which is a fucking shit ton of money for then that would be like i don't know how many millions of dollars now that's some fatty cash yeah. <laughs> uh, he became an alcoholic. Like, he was, Ooh. like... Yeah. I mean, he was already on his way, uh, yeah. but he, he he was drinking himself into oblivion after this. Uh, his friend Buster Keaton, who was a huge movie star, you've mm-hmm. probably heard of him, yep. tried to help him out by casting him in movies, but uh, that wasn't really working. Yeah. Um, so what he eventually ended up doing was adopting a pseudonym to get back into the showbiz uh which his pseudonym was william goodrich Mm. um and he ended up directing a series of comedy shorts under that name um did he adopt like um and he had the initial b right and so it was like will be good was like yeah but he did not go by that he was like uh, people read uh, into that maybe yeah he no well Buster Keaton actually said because he was like kind of like a he was funny he suggested that he become a director under the alias will be good but but that was a that was a little too on the nose so he just he just went with William Goodrich it's a little Um, incriminating too yeah 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 it's like OJ's if I did it (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh yeah so after, a decade after the whole trial and scandal, he he tried to try to come back, uh, and he actually he signed a, a deal with uh, Warner Brothers for a, a feature length film, like the first one that he would get to star in um, since the whole debacle. Mm-hmm. And he he signed his contract, and that night he went out with friends to celebrate. Uh, him getting the contract and then also his first wedding anniversary to his new wife. He ended up divorcing his first and second wives during the in the aftermath of the scandal. Um, so he, yeah, he's celebrating. And that night he he had a heart attack and died in his sleep. Ooh, yeah, pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty much it. Like he. It, this whole thing, who knows what the, like the actual truth of of what actually happened? I mean, the fact remains that he he was in there with her. He something bad happened. She died. Yeah, and people were very divided over it. So yeah, it was it was a sad sad thing and sad way to go. And yeah, he had a sad life, which yeah is like. In the beginning, like, oh, just, like, how bad he felt. And, you know, how, like, self-conscious he was and, he ha- and you know, how hard he worked and all this stuff. And and I feel like people probably exploited him because they made him so much money. And which could also be, like, why he was p- potentially, like, protected through, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, if, like, if anything shady went down at the party, like, maybe he was protected a little bit. But, um 
But it reminds me of, like, so many of the, like, comedic actors who have passed away that have actually been, like, rumored to have been involved in the biopic or biopic uh, of uh-huh. his uh, biopic? life story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and because there's been a script floating around Hollywood since, like, I, I mean, like, maybe the 70s. But definitely in uh, at some point... Uh, John Belushi had been like rumored to be interested in it and was like in talks potentially to like play him in a feature film and then he died of a drug overdose and it was like the same kind of thing uh, a jovial man kind of chubbier more like stocky he wasn't fat yeah. John Belushi wasn't like a big big man but yeah he was chubby and he um and he like passed away of a drug overdose mm-hmm. after he died uh then it was rumored that John Candy would play Fatty Arbuckle potentially at some point. He died of a heart attack. Ugh, that would then, be so sad. Dude, so sad. I miss him so much. Um, what was his last movie, Wagons East? Oh, I thought it is that. I thought it was the – oh, yeah. Is that the one that was, like, Canadian? Yeah, I think so. Where yeah. they were trying to go get to the West Coast? I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. I know what you're – like, yeah. And he plays, like, a Mountie or something. Yeah. Um – and then the last the last person to like have been rumored to be interested in it was Chris Farley and they all like they all had these lives that like ended tragically but like had very sad stories and it's yeah. weird. Anyway, people think there's a curse about it but there's no curse. They're just like unhealthy men. Uh yeah, so any final thoughts and feelings? This is such a fucked up story. There's like no good outcome. It's all sad and it's it's tragic yeah. and I don't know. Uh, I just feel like I've been very tentative this episode uh, because I'm not sure. I it, Like, I don't have enough, like, evidence, I guess, to, like, make say, a decision. Yeah, conclusion. make a decision. And I don't want to be, like, shamey on the one hand, but also it's, like, fucked up and unfair to him if any of this, you know, if if all of these rumors get circulated and none of it was true. Right. So, I don't know. I you know, like all the doctor accounts and stuff seemed to be like she was okay and wasn't assaulted. But I, I mean, everybody was drunk and he, he didn't, I don't know. You could pay people off pretty easily too. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know what happened. I don't either. There's, there's a lot of like random information out there too. And a lot of like, who knows what's true because, yeah. because there's so much time has gone by since this was a, a real thing that happened. I, I I don't know. There's there's it's hard to differentiate between rumors and uh and truth. Yeah. But I I think it's uh it's so crazy that it's so similar to the stuff that we're going through now. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's pretty wild that at the time there was the the reaction was so strong. Like people were like, oh no, no, no fuck that yeah if like it didn't matter um i what i was gonna say earlier is like it didn't matter what like this whole thing was so scandalous and it was like somebody died because of it yeah but also the the way it was is like people didn't want to have anything to do with somebody who is this debaucherous yeah in general as all the kind of details about the party and stuff started to emerge it was just like ugh. People didn't have this um, 
concept that people in Hollywood were these debaucherous kind of lecherous people. Mm-hmm. They they just consumed their their art and their films and assumed that they were just these good normal people in real life. And so when it came out that he had he he was drinking and addicted to morphine and was creepy had a cri- with women had and- a crispy butthole yeah <laughs> yeah and and was surrounded by kind of unsavory people also yeah. it just like it kind of shocked people in that regard yeah you know the whole overlying principle of the fact that a, a woman died was kind of beside the point I think in a lot of people's minds so mm, yeah. everybody involved was just gross and yeah people were just totally scandalized. So I don't know. It was the first time though that like people realized that Hollywood was gross and icky. And um, I don't know. I think we're starting to peel back some of the layers that have scabbed over since then. And uh, it's real. It's, it's still really bad guys. (laughs) It's worse. Even, even worse than we imagined too. I mean like even, even this example doesn't seem like there's no, as far as we know, there's no like, there was no cover up attempt made on this or any payoffs or like, it's even worse now. It feels like, like this was almost like quaint, a a PG version of like the shit that's going on now. And And that's not to say that this, like, I, I think that Virginia Rapay was a full on victim, no matter what she was a victim. She fucking died. Yeah. Like, and how, however everything went down, I just, uh, I feel so sad for her. You know? I don't know. Uh, I think there's a lot of stupid people involved. Someone should have taken her to the hospital at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I, God. I wonder if she could have lived. Like, I mean, I know. She probably could have if she had been days, taken to the hospital. Four days in excruciating pain in a hotel room? Like, that's r- ridiculous. Like, I, I'm so annoyed. That's, like, the most annoying part of this whole thing Go to, to the fucking doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you should never use people. Yeah. Like, I think uh, during the trial, her medical history was completely fair game. Like, if she had... Yes. If she had this issue and if there had been any signs during her autopsy of alcohol abuse, I think that's all fair to to put into this because it show it could show like, you know, oh, these correlate to what actually happened in her insides. Yeah. But like all of the defamation of her character, that's all. And that is what is interesting to me that it was a mistrial twice because I feel yeah. like he'd already been tried by the media. Totally. And, it, and it's like, uh, uh, that that was really surprising to me. Yeah. Um, and and that, and also not surprising that they had to slander her character for him to be acquitted. Right, like, right. Like, you know, oh, what a, yeah, it's all very interesting. It also is interesting to me, like, we, we just, like, hold celebrities to such a high standard. And when we're let down, you know, when something happens and we see that they're people and they're human and they make mistakes, everyone's always so disappointed. Like every time anyone gets divorced, you know, it's people like, take it so personally. Yeah. And it, it's and like, it's, it has it's nothing hard. to do with anything. No. And it ruins people's careers. It's crazy. That's uh, all I got. Yeah. Um, follow us on social meds at DTFU podcast. Yeah. Um, you could go to our website, DTFUpodcast.com to find all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could send us an email if you want with constructive 
feedback uh dtfu podcast at gmail.com yeah um anything else any any other things if you want to visit our patreon that's cool oh yeah uh also patreon you podcast patreon.com slash dtfu podcast yeah um don't hang around unsavory characters don't drink bootleg alcohol no don't drink hooch. I think Don't they refer to it as now. Hooch, yeah. Is uh, that or is that the prison alcohol? Yeah, that could be. I mean, but that's like oh, that's the same Don't, thing. Yeah. Don't drink bathtub gin. Like you no. can just like save up a couple bucks and go buy some fucking gross ass. I don't know what's a gross one. Seagrams. <laughs> Why would you drink anything out of a bathroom? Don't drink anything that's made in a bathroom. Don't that do is, that. That's the best advice I can give to you. Or something that's been buried in the ground, like yeah. that's not like thousand year old sake yeah. from Japan. And you know what? <laughs> and if you do drink it, you deserve what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, nah, yeah. Well, a lot of people go blind from it. Um, you can yeah. get real serious internal bleeding. Mm-mm. That turlet, um, turlet vodka is not for consumption. No. Um, Tur- turlet sangria turlet <laughs> sangria Ooh. gross oh fuck okay <laughs> yeah don't do it you might think that oh it's alcohol the bacteria is killed but there's other things that happen when stuff ferments you can fuck your shit up oh yeah just get a fucking g&t at your at your local bar get some rail alcohol that's it's like a dollar sometimes yeah. if you catch it on the right night yeah come on or if like you're really desperate, maybe don't. Maybe just maybe maybe just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just skip it. Just skip it. <laughs> just skip it. Just skip it. Your face. <laughs> just 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 skip it. Just skip it. Don't party too hard. It's not fun when you wake up in the morning. No. Yeah. Whatever. Do whatever you want. I know. All, All right. right. Okay. Uh, be excellent. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.